Hey, what's up? My name is Nate, and you're listening to the best podcast on the planet. It's called Life Tips. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. Isn't that amazing? The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So follow along in this episode, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's go! If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. It's great to have you. If you're a current listener or faithful listener, welcome back and thanks for your continued support of the show. I really appreciate it. Before we start, I just want to say that uh, the situation that I briefly talked about in reflection season a couple episodes ago um, turned out to be a completely different thing. Fellas, there are good women out here. There are authentic women out here. So, just know that It is possible to have real connections, real friends, and not have to feel like you're putting in too much effort to be the counselor friend all the time or or put in effort with, you know, no reciprocation. There's good people out here, man. Still, you know, I stand by everything that I said in that episode, but it's just good to know that things are finally changing and that the years of You know, being tossed aside are finally coming to an end. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips. I'm your host, Nate. Season four is pretty much done. Wrapped up recordings back in July with episodes 11 being the last one to record. So episode 11 was the last one to record. Episodes 12 and 13 drop next, and then it's on to season five. So I really hope you all are enjoying what you're hearing. I'm greatly appreciative of all the people that are downloading the show and uh, just continuing to enjoy it. In the meantime, I hope you've been enjoying the regular episode slots of the show that are out of season. 
where you can hear directly from me. They're scattered about so that while you enjoy the actual seasons with guests that come on and join me, you'll always have a way to return to just hearing my voice. There was a speaking engagement opportunity that I once had in the past, uh, in which I was asked to speak at a private school during the chapel. The chapel had me doing a two-part message. One was a devotional, and the other was a full-blown, like, message. It was a Christian school, so had to have Bible verses included. My devotional was entitled The Education of Friendship, with the subtitle Knowledge for Within and Beyond the Classroom. School context. So I had to structure everything I was going to say in a school to- a school context. Well, surprise, surprise. I'm actually going to share this with you all today on the show. But it's not going to be in school context because we're not talking about school. We're talking about life. This is life tips. So it's going to be in a life context. But without further ado, here's what I would have said had this not been canceled. There were only two parts to this devotional. The first part of the devotional was point one, and that's that friendship involves the same amount of study and learning as coursework in a classroom. Now, if you guys are in college you can sort of kind of get a feel for where I was going with this at the time that I was uh, putting this together. But that's the first point. As we all know, there's a large amount of studying and learning that has to go into play when you're actually in school. And even more so now, that schools are online completely. But yeah, that same amount of studying and learning and preparation and all that, that goes into friendships. And then then I asked something else. I asked two follow-up questions. Who are your friends and are you a friend? Now, in asking who are your friends, I made known that, according to Google, a friend is, quote, a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. And then I tagged in some bonus questions in here. I asked, who do you talk to the most? Do you talk to multiple people at once? How much access do you allow he or she to have. And the basic point behind that is that at that particular time, schools did allow for person-to-person contact and there was no coronavirus. And since I was talking or would have been talking to high school students primarily, you'll know that in high school, you've got the class period time and then the rest of the time outside of class is spent with your friends. Similar, similarly to how it is in college, 
normal college when there's no coronavirus. Except college classes are significantly shorter than high school classes. And you have way more time to be with your friends than you do when you're in a high school setting. But that's why I asked, who do you talk to the most? Who Do you have multiple people that you talk to at once? And how much access do you allow he or she to have? Because a lot of us really don't think about these things when it comes to who we're friends with. Let alone best friends, but we'll get to that later. And then I asked, are you a friend? And in this part, I said that friendship is about consistently reflecting Christ in the presence of someone you're close to for an extended period of time. It's easy to be a friend when you've known someone for a year or more. It's a different story reflecting the type of friendship that you want to have. This means be the person that you desire a friendship with. And then at that point, we would break and the devotion period would be over and there would have been a praise and worship section after the devotional. So I was going to tell everyone to take time to answer these questions for yourself. Who are your friends? Are you a friend? And then a bonus question, how can I improve as a friend? But since this is the Life Tips podcast and I'm not actually speaking to a group of students, you all literally can do this too. I want you to ask yourself, who are your friends? Then I want you to ask yourself, are you a friend? And then I want to know, how can I improve as a friend? So those are the three, the three questions I highly suggest you ask yourself as we take this commercial break. Who are my friends? Am I a friend? And how can I improve as a friend? And then when we come back from commercial, we will go into the second part of the show by talking about the importance of best friends. This is where the second part of the show comes into play. Uh, you'll notice that the title of this episode is Friends and Best Friends. I already gave you a glimpse into my best friendship with Becca. But what about the others? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to cover here with Life Tips added in. So let's start off with China. She's already been on the podcast. So if you go back to uh, season three, you will hear her in an episode called Committed to One's Calling. That's the episode that you will hear her in specifically. And so... I've been best friends with China for three years. She came right after Becca. Not literally. An extra six-year gap between the two, but 
she was the next best friend to get added in, in addition to Becca. And she's been an amazing best friend since. Yes, she has a man, and yes, she's busy building her empire for dear Miss Aphrodite. But what you will first get to hear in this next clip is how we met. And then I'll come back and explain the rest. So feel free to sit back and relax and enjoy as China and I explain how we became best friends. Is that China and I have an interesting story that we're now finally going to tell the world how we actually ended up meeting. So, where's my calendar? Oh, here we go. Flashback to March of 2018, if, if I can. Might have to go find a March 2018 calendar just to get this date right. But flashback to March 2018 and hold on, let me Google a March 2018 calendar. It's right and be accurate. Okay, flashback to March 2018. Found a calendar. It's, of course, her birthday is March uh, 1st, if I'm not mistaken, right? No. March 10. 10. Oh, my goodness. I was looking at it. I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, oh, Mar- it's, it's one of those. Update your <laughs> this was an old, this is an old calendar. I forgot that March 10th was on a Saturday. So <laughs> her birthday's March 10th. And it was, the event was on, was the event on the first? Yes. There we go. I got that mixed up. My bad. Okay. So her birthday's on the 10th, and the event was on the 1st. And the 1st of March that year was on a Thursday. And it just so happens that at the time I was working. Actually, actually you were wrong. My birthday, the party celebration in New York was on the night. This is 2018, not 2019. This is the day when... This is the day we met. Fine, keep, keep going. <laughs> okay. Fine, keep going. So on the day we actually met each other at the University of Maryland, uh, on my end, one of my coworkers had, was about to go drive up to Baltimore and visit family, and they were about 10 minutes away from the school. And so China and I had just met each other like around that Uh, around that time and she was telling me about this event that was taking place at her school that she was going to be excuse me presenting a product that she was uh, you know working with and representing for anyway so I just decided okay I have free time on my hands I'm not working I might as well get out the house and do something and so School wasn't far from where his people were, so he agreed to take me up there and come back for me when it was time. So I went up to the school, and uh, I was just about on time for the event. But what you don't know is China's half of that, so she's going to tell you 
what was exactly going on that day of the event leading up to when I actually arrived on campus. Well, on that day, I was signing up the um, the first woman um, job connection program at UBC in the Women's Center, and I was struggling to get all of my material to bring it to the event, when suddenly I saw the guy that looked like the picture from the profile from the writers group. We saw it. I'm like, is that him? And I went past him, and he was shocked that it was really me. And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, this is me. But I, I mean, I was a little dressed up there when I had my profile picture. But I'm like, it's still me. I'm in no catfish. And he helped me take myself to the event <laughs> before the event started. That was helpful because if you went to UMBC, it's like either stairs or hills. There's no in-between. And it had heavy balls with hills on Wow. You can imagine that. Mm-hmm. So, I get there. There's this really cute girl walking my way. I'm like, that cannot be her. My God. It's her. And I'm just like, whoa, I didn't get catfished. Wow. So, like she said, I helped her carry her boxes down to the room and we just sat there, and I'm like, I'm just in shock. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is, this is actually is happening. Um, and then we actually go into the event. The event went great. And then it was over, and it was dark. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be a minute before he's coming back this way. He already told me. Now what the heck am I going to do? We go back to her apartment. Now, I know what y'all are thinking. Stop thinking it. Nothing happened. But I still went to her apartment, and I was just like, whoa. Wow. We we ended up walking to her apartment in the dark. It was cold that night, too. Um, I got a semi-tour, kind of, of the school, because I'd never been to University of Maryland, Baltimore College. I'd just been to the regular University of Maryland that everyone goes to. So the Baltimore side of things was just like, wow this is like so new and then we get to her apartment and it's just like she's telling me we're getting to know each other she's telling me you know about her her life her story and how she ended up getting to umbc from pg it was a shock that she went to pg first and then you know came came over here and i'm just like wow so yes we met on a facebook writers group because we both had blogs at the time, and, well, uh, she had her blog, I didn't, but we were still connected on that level, and it's just like, wow. So I spent all night at her apartment until about near 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, when my dude finally found his way back to school, and we left. I was a little concerned, because... I had never been. And it took him. It took him about literally like three or four tries to find the apartment mm-hmm. after the direction. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> took him all night pretty much to find the apartment, and I'm like, "Bruh, I'm not about to stay over here and then go all the way back home 
tomorrow because that would have been a bad look. But anyway, we had a great time, got to know each other a bit, shared some vibes, and realized that we were going to, you know, end up being friends for quite some time. And so then about a year later, fast forward to March of 2019, which was just last year. Keep in mind, China's birthday is on the 10th. It's March 2019 now. And the 10th of March ended up being on a Sunday. So, what was completely unexpected is that China invited me to go to New York City with her out of nowhere. And I'm just like, wow, been friends for less than a year? Like, been besties, best friends for less than a year, and now you're inviting me to go to New York? Cool. So the planning process started. There was originally going to be a bunch more people that went to the trip besides the people that actually went. And then uh, something happened. It was her boyfriend, her friend Tiff's boyfriend, that were also supposed to go. I don't think one other dude alongside her sister. So it was going to be like, what? One, two, three, four. It was going to be like, what, six or seven of us originally? Almost ten. Oh, okay, nope. Almost ten. So, almost ten of us originally were going on this New York City trip. What happened? I'm going to let her tell you what happened. So to end off talking about China, I'll say this for life tip two. You never know who the most important people in your life are going to be especially the ones within your age range. See, China was the first person that I met in my age range who actually stuck around and kept me in their life. Because when I met Becca, even though I met Becca first, I also met her at 19 and she was 16. So that didn't really count from an age group perspective. China was 24. I wouldn't turn 24 until later that year. So... What I'm trying to say is the age range doesn't matter when it comes to who your best friends are, but it does play a huge part in their maturity level. Luckily, Becca was extremely mature for her young age at the time we met, and Shina, I never had any doubts about her when it came to that, which is part of the reason that we vibe. And so... To move forward into the second person that I met during 2018, that would be Raven. I didn't meet Raven until late 2018, October to be exact. But it was still worth it. She's been the most consistent 
an available best friend out of all three. Yes, she has a son. Yes, she's building her empire in the cosmetology section of the business world. But she still makes time to text or call when she's free. I had to be there for her a lot. Mostly because of the craziness with douchebag men. Which have been uh, a huge part of our story as best friends. So... All I'm going to say about Raven is that she's the epitome of loyalty and also the epitome of reliability. If I ever need her, she's there. If she ever needs me, I'm there. And while it has been a struggle to physically be with her, thank God that struggle is no longer going to be a part of the equation going into 2021. And I'll explain a little bit about what I mean by that. I'll explain a little bit about what I mean there towards the end of the episode. But for now, let's go talk about Gigi. Do you want to start your own podcast? If you do, great. I'm here for it. But you may ask, how do you do it? Well, that's the easy part. You first have to come up with the vision and plans for your show, including a name, episode count, and main objective. Secondly, you'll need to come up with topics that will catch your listeners' attention and keep them interested. The final thing you'll need is a hosting platform. That's where Anchor comes in. It's free to download. You can make money from your show with no minimum listenership. Record using your iPhone, iPad, or MacBook. And there are many more tools Anchor provides that you can take advantage of in order to create freely. No studio or expensive equipment needed. So if you're interested in getting your show off the ground, go to www.anchor.fm backslash start to get started with your amazing new unique show. I can't wait to hear what you'll come up with. Quite honestly, I really don't know why I'm including this extra slot part of it is part of it is just a tiny bit of guilt a tiny bit part of it is just sometimes you have to learn the same lesson twice (laughs) 
You may be wondering, what am I talking about? Well, I have another best friend to add to the mix. And that would be Imani. I know I haven't really talked about her, mentioned her much. That's mostly because she's one of the most low-key people I've ever met. And she's also the best friend that, quite honestly, things are not as good as they are with the others. So, while I'm giving you a little breakdown of the other friendships, let me just quickly run this down for you of how it all played and how it all came about. If I'm being very technical, Imani is the first best friend who was close to me that I had. And when I say close, I mean physical range. I'll mention more about that towards the end. But she came a few years, probably like a year after I met Becca. So if we're going in chronological order, I met Becca in 2013, and then in 2014, that's when Imani came around. And then four years later, China in March, Raven in October, and then the next year, 2019, Gigi. That's technically how it goes in chronological order. Technically. But the reason why things are just not good there right now is just because of our history. Specifically, the boyfriend over best friend history. That is the second area of dating that I highly recommend nobody, nobody side on. There's two sides you want to be on when you're seeing someone, dating someone. You want to be on the right side and not the left side. The right side is where you have a significant other and you 
continue to keep your opposite sex friendships around. The left side is the more extreme, where you completely cut ties with your friends and you cease investing. For the sake of, oh, I have a significant other, I'm only going to invest in my significant other and nobody else. This is a concept, everybody. This is a concept. And when applied in real life, this concept is what destroys bonds. And I don't care how long you call someone your best friend. If that bond is broken, then what do you really have? Nothing. Nothing but air. Empty words. And so while, yes, it is true that I have an extra best friend, it's almost as like she's right there. And truth be told, she is. The reason why I created this episode was to highlight the meaningful relationships that I have and highlight the importance of investment. And so... While this section of the show is a little bit of a downer, hopefully you'll understand why it's so painful to give Imani some some love. Maybe things will be different later. Maybe. But, yeah, y'all, I've got five. And so, I went out of order, (laughs) talked about China to start off, and I talked about Raven, and You already got Becca. (laughs) She's already been included in this episode, even though I didn't want to put back in the part where we talk. And besides, you'll be hearing from Becca later in the season. But yeah, now it's off to talk about Gigi and then we'll, uh, we'll end the episode.
So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm Galina. I'm actually originally from Ukraine. I was adopted at seven and a half, and I was here Ooh. for almost 18 years now. Um, my uh, career field is in cybersecurity, as uh, you already know. Mm -hmm. And I also love writing romance novels. That is what I do. It's my passion. Mm -hmm. um, I broke my first computer at age eight and a half, and you know. When you have only one computer in the family and you can't afford to get another one, you have to learn to fix it. So ever since then, I've been hooked in uh, computers, and that's how I'm in cybersecurity now. Yeah. Wow. I first met Gigi at Starbucks, and she's been my rock since October. If you remember all the way back in season one, I dedicated the end of season one as far as podcast episodes to her towards the end of the season. She literally changed my life in a way I'd never experienced before. Uh, ironically, last week was her 26th birthday. And as I alluded to, in her Facebook post, she and I have the the Lee and L best friend relationship from Kissing Booth 1 and Kissing Booth 2, sort of. Oh, with a few differences. Um, although I met Gigi later than the other two, um, I met her a full year later than, you know, having met Becca, Raven, and Shina. She, uh, She's still one of the finest people I've met in quite some time. And uh, that brings me on to the third life tip. So, just as a recap real quick. Uh, the first couple of life tips obviously were from earlier about uh, who are your friends and are you a friend. Second life tip was that you never know who the most important people in your life are going to be. And the third life tip is that oftentimes we don't meet the most important people to us early on in life. We meet them later. Not everyone has that. We grew up together. We've been best friends since childhood, elementary school, middle school, or high school story. I certainly did, as I explained in my college video from last week or a couple weeks ago. 
What I didn't go into uh, the explanation there is that the rest of how I struggled. Of course, you know, Kissing Booth, High School Musical, that high school experience that I wanted. I didn't even have a real college upbringing at 18, 19, so I eventually found my way by creating my own circle of friends. But in the college episode, I only mentioned Becca. And now you know who all of my best friends are. But you may be asking yourself, why did I share this with you all? I shared this because it's vital to have loyalty in your life. That year after year loyalty. If you're in my shoes, you're likely at the time period in life where your friends are doing lots of big things. I've got friends who are graduating college. I've got friends who are getting into their careers, finding their mates, getting engaged, being wed, married. If you're in that same spot, then the possibility of becoming a godparent is super high. Not only that, but once the children of your friends become older, you'll literally be able to sit them down and share how your friends lasted all these years with you while encouraging them to find the same connection in their own friend groups. Don't you see? Friends and best friends are concepts that will carry over into the generation behind you. Only by continuing to teach said concepts will they stay alive and relevant forever. And this is the last thing I'll mention before closing out this episode. Becca, as you know, is my only best friend that lives in another state. Thankfully and thank God that Raven, Gigi, and China are here with me in the same state. We all just live... We all, ironically, live 30 minutes away from each other. It's a 30-minute trip to see Gigi. It's actually more of a 20-minute trip to see Raven. And there's about a 30-minute distance or so between me and uh, China. So that is the part that I was speaking about earlier that is unique to me because I have met so many amazing people who live in different states. Some of them are listening in now. Uh, Even this year, I've met those near 40-plus people uh, from podcasting. And of that group, a tiny few of them have become friends. And Hannah, who is listening... She lives in the UK, same with Talia. Uh, Hannah and Talia are my UK friends. So they are my first friends from across the pond. And literally, they're across a giant sea of water. Um, But while that's great, it's really important to have friends and best friends who live close by. It really is. I 
had to find that as well. It wasn't just about finding or discovering or putting together my circle of friends or best friends by myself with no help because of not having those structures that I mentioned before. But the other half of it was making sure that they were here with me. Because the reality is my career field is pretty much going to be here for the next five years at least. So until I'm actually in my 30s and able to speak for a living and go to different colleges and schools and travel the U.S. like I want to, the next five years are pretty much going to be spent in the state. And because of that, we need to continue to establish what we have. And it's it's going to work. I'll have Becca in Florida. I will visit her in 2021 post-pandemic. And I've seen and hung out with China Raven and Gigi for the most part within the last year or so. But because of COVID, we haven't been able to hang out this year. We will. And what's going to make that even better is we are all going to be on the same playing field finally. Wasn't like this before. Was lopsided. At the time that I met Gigi, she had a car and China and Raven and I were all in the same boat. Now that's going to be different. Going into 2021, we will all have our cars, which means we will be able to meet up with each other much easily than we had previously been able to before. And that is where the real growth will begin. That's where the real growth will happen. And that's what I'm excited for going into next year with my best friends. I'm excited to really grow by spending each month with each other. So I'm probably going to end up Spending every month with them. Just split up the different weeks between each best friend. Then with Becca, we'll probably see each other maybe twice a year. So what are you doing? How often are you seeing the people that are closest to you? Are you seeing them at all? Because... Let's be real. The virus isn't as bad as it was before, which is why most states are in phases three, four, five, six, all those jazz. Basically working our way back 
to full reopening. But while we're in phases, it allows us to physically see each other. So I ask you again, are you seeing each other? Yes, you have to wear a mask. Yes, you have to socially distance. That's not important. What's important is that you see someone physically. Are you doing that? Or are you still virtual? My thing is, be virtual with the people that you absolutely have no choice but to be virtual with. Across the pond, in different states, yes, you have to be virtual. You have to use your phones. You have to use Google and Zoom because you can't physically see each other. But if your friends or your best friends are in the same state, you need to at least try. Try to get that face-to-face connection back. So that when COVID is over, things will go smoothly for you. This is how it works. These aren't just concepts that will carry over into the generation behind you. These aren't just concepts that you should teach the generation behind you so they can stay alive and relevant forever. These are concepts that the generation coming behind us really needs to hone in on. Because if we're not careful, the Zoom, the Google, the FaceTime, the countless hours spent on Instagram and Snapchat, it'll consume us. I mentioned this before, I'll say it again. Lockdown period was the appropriate time to go completely virtual. But we're not on complete lockdown anymore. We're in phases. Which means we can safely go out and enjoy life and do things. And so... Because we can do that, what we should do is create safe social interaction moves where we can attain the physical connection with the other person that we absolutely need to keep things going. What you don't want to do is abuse the freedom and abuse being able to be in stages by participating in unnecessary activities. That is what will prompt lockdowns and crackdowns. That's not smart. That's not wise. That's foolish. It's better to stay safe and stay alive while retaining physical face-to-face connection 
versus trying to completely go back to the way things were before and potentially end up in the grave way sooner than anticipated. So take heed to that. Don't just make sure you know who your friends are. Yes, that's important. Make sure you know who your friends are. Make sure you know who your best friends are. Make sure to categorize. If you don't believe me, go back and listen to episode six of season four with Dr. Moore. We explain why categorization is important. But as you pick and choose who your friends are and who your friends are not going to be and who your best friends are and who your best friends are not going to be, as you do that, make sure you stay hip to what's going on in the world so you can still recapture what you need to keep things going until it's safe again. And then when it's safe again, and we can go back to a fully-fledged life Then we can party and celebrate and do different things like that. But we have to be smart. We have to be considerate. The coronavirus still exists. It's out here killing people. And if you really care about your friends... If you really care about your best friends, that's the number one thing you want to protect them from. Hurt, harm, danger, death. Without question. So that's it, y'all. Thanks for listening. There will be more episodes like this coming. But for now, don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at auth underscore gen underscore person. Instagram, Nate underscore the underscore speaker underscore orator Nate. Continue to subscribe and leave ratings and reviews on Apple. And continue to listen on Google, Spotify, and all the other channels. And enjoy the wrap-up of Season 4. And I will see you all in the wrap-up of Season 4. And as we head into Season 5 and birthday celebrations in October. Take care of yourselves. Peace.